Hello, everybody. Love this is. Hello, everybody. This is the Tap Integrator Only and Weekly Podcast. Welcome. Um, today, I'm Lauren Zara, and I'll be your host. And I'm joined by Sarah Negron and Leanne Bunny from the class. And we will be talking to Buffalo News reporter and Bonaventure alum Bob McCarthy about the New York primary results. Um, so, Sarah and Leanne, do you want to talk a little bit about what we did in the class to cover the New York primary? Sure. So we each in the class were assigned a town or city area to cover. And on primary day, we each visited at least one polling place in our town and kind of live tweeted from the location, talked to the poll workers and some of the voters if possible, and kind of just got a sense of how the voter turnout was this year. Yeah, we um, each had to spend an hour, and it was really interesting to see some of the things that people found at their polling places. I didn't find too many interesting things, but I know, Leanne, were you the one who found the lady with the voting skirt? Yeah, it was perfect. Uh, Julia Miracle and I were assigned the city of Olean, and we went to one polling place and realized that there was another one right up the road. So we walked up there to check it out. And the second we walked in, a woman had walked in right in front of us wearing this really cool uh, red, white, and blue skirt with stripes, and it said, like, vote with, like, stars and everything on it. And we were like, oh, we really want to take her picture. So we went and we talked to her. And she said that it was a pillowcase that she would made into a skirt, and she wore it every time she goes to vote in any, you know, local or otherwise election. And she was, like, really excited to get her photograph taken, and she was, like, encouraging everybody <laughs> to go out there and vote. And she was, like, really enthusiastic, so it was kind of cool. That's awesome. Um, Sarah, did you come across anything interesting when you had to do your live tweeting? Um, I was actually assigned Cataractus County, but I chose to do um, live tweeting at um, in Portville, and it was pretty okay. quiet for the most part. Um, nothing too exciting happened. I unfortunately couldn't vote because I'm a registered independent, so it was a pretty quiet day for live tweeting in Portville. Yeah, I was assigned issue and I think a total of maybe like under 10 people came in in the hour that I was there, and they told me that, that was probably going to be the rush. So, um, but it was nice. They were really nice to me, even though I was like really nervous about it. And yeah, we, and Leanne, you and Jeff and um, Julia also did some extra coverage for the primary, right? Yeah, we did. Um, it was a lot of, like, compiling basic information um, to get it up there so that, you know, people would know what time the polling places opened and closed and where they could go to vote, kind of like an easy, like, guide of how to vote in Cataracts County. Um, but I also got to go to the Trump rally in Buffalo, so that was kind of a little bit of extra coverage, too, which was cool. How was that? It was really it was really awesome. Um, the atmosphere was just, like, crazy insane. Everybody was, like, so excited. Uh, New York primary usually isn't that big a deal, so just having any presidential candidates visit Buffalo at all was great. But I also have a feeling a lot of people came out just to check out the scene, even if they weren't necessarily mm-hmm. huge Trump supporters, since, you know, he is, like, a celebrity on top of being a presidential candidate. So a lot of people. Right. That's really cool. 
Yeah, um, we're um, waiting for. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh well, I was just gonna say, are we still waiting for Mr. McCarthy? Yeah, we are. I think. Okay. Um, well, in the meantime, we're trying. To... Um... <laughs> okay, um, Sarah, I was curious. You said you're registered independent. Yes, I am. At the polling places and the Trump rally that I spoke with, we're really not happy about the fact that the primaries aren't open elections. Um, you know, a lot of people, when we were in Olean, a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but a few people came in that were either, like, not registered or registered independent or something. And I think we, it's like they knew they couldn't vote, but they weren't happy about it. Yeah, um, I actually tried to, like, switch um like my party that I was registered to, and I ended up, it ended up being too late, and I wasn't able to do that. And I don't know, it's just really disappointing because I couldn't vote for um, when o, when Obama won the second term. I wasn't able to vote then, and then now I'm actually able to vote, and I couldn't vote in the primary. So I was a little disappointed, but um, I was actually able to go to the Bernie rally at UB um, and still kind of like show support for a candidate, um, even though I couldn't vote. And it was really interesting just to see him and see really any candidate. Hillary was in Buffalo and he said Trump, he went to the Trump rally. Um, it's just really yeah. interesting to see that the candidates are coming to such a small area, even though it's just like a New York primary, but it was important for all of them to be here and like show up. Sarah, how was the Bernie rally? I really wanted to go, but I couldn't make it. It was really nice. Um, I We showed up, the doors opened at 4 and we showed up at like 4.30 and we had to wait in line for about two hours in the rain and it was cold. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we finally got in. We were like the last group, the last like group of people to be let in. So we almost didn't make it in. They were running out of seats. Um, but we got to stand um, in the floor level and we were really close to him. And it was just really interesting. I really, I, I like him as a candidate personally. Um, and I think he really did a good job at addressing like such a young group of people. There was a lot of UB students, a lot of young people, um, and, yeah, he just did a really good job talking, and it was a fun rally. That's really cool. Um, I think I, Mr. McCarthy still hasn't signed on. I'm not sure. Um, Rich Lee said that he emailed him, so hopefully he will be joining us soon. Um, so do you guys want to talk about anything you're currently working on for TAP right now? Sarah? Oh, um, I'm currently not working on anything for TAP. Um, I've just been following um, just a lot of stuff with the New York primary, which is over now. Um, other than that, I haven't been working on anything. Um, yeah, yeah, I uh, need to. Um, not currently. I need to brainstorm a story idea for over the summer, so that we can kind of have some stories um, in our repertoire to post once we're not in school anymore. So I need to start right. brainstorming some ideas outside of the bonnet bubble for that. Yeah, I need to do. How that about too. you, Lauren? Um, currently, I'm working on a story about. Um, the MHA in Kedrog, or the Mental Health Association in Cattaraugus County, County closed down. So um, directions in independent living, which is 
an organization that helps people that are disabled kind of merged with the National Alliance for Mental Illness in Cattaraga County. And um, I talked to the people at Directions about kind of the programs that they've taken over and um, about what different programs they offer for people with mental health issues and also people with physical disabilities. And it's really cool because they they do a lot of things. They um, talk to people in the community. They spread awareness. They go to schools. They um, will help fight for people in court to get on disability if they need it. They'll um, partner up with therapists to, like, um, get people who need help a peer person. So basically, like, if someone has a disability, they'll match them up with someone who has a similar disability who can help them kind of get into the community and um, kind of uh, learn to re reintegrate into normal life. So it was really cool. I'm kind of working on editing that right now. That's awesome. Did they did they tell you why it's closing? Is this lack of funds? Yeah, they ran out of funds, so that kind of stinks. Because I feel like that's a pretty important kind of organization to have. Yeah. It sounds like right now they're doing yeah. okay. That's good. Yeah, I was just wondering because I think a place like that is closing in Buffalo as well for the same reason. Oh, really? Yeah. That's really sad. Yeah, and I'm not sure if they're going to be, you know, consolidating with anybody else. So right. that could be, like, a really big problem for them. They probably should definitely do that. Right. I know that they said that they have, like, directions and independent living places in a bunch of different cities. Like, I know there's one in Rochester. They're all under different names. And I think there's also National Alliance for Mental Illness places in other cities, but I don't know if they would actually, like, merge together or if, like, they would run out of funding. But I hope not, because that's an important kind of program to have. Yeah, definitely. Story ideas for over the summer? Um, I still am trying to think of something. I might try to see if anything is going on in Ishway, which is the town that I was assigned, but I'm not too sure how much is going on there. It's a very small town. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Are there any, like, festivals or anything, <laughs> like, summer-type festivals in even, like, Ellicottville? Or... <laughs> I think there are in Ellicottville. I don't know um, what they're called, but I would think that they have some. I feel like they have festivals all the time down there. Yeah, especially when the weather's nice. Yeah, that would be a really yeah, cool yeah. thing to talk about. What about you, Sarah? Any ideas? Um, there's a few stories that I've kind of, like, had on the side to work on um, that I never really got the chance to that I'll probably do. Um, but there is, I mean, for being, like, small, just being surrounded by small towns, there is quite a bit going on over the summer. Um, like you said, like, Ellicottville, um, there's always something going on. They try to keep um, people coming up there over the summer just because that is kind of like they're down season um obviously because of the skiing in winter um so over the summer they really try to keep people up there and have events going on up there okay um i'm sorry that we couldn't get bob today i think he may have forgotten about the podcast but um 
we can end now if anyone doesn't have anything else that they want to talk about. No, I think that pretty much covers it. Yep. Okay, great. All right, thank you everyone for listening, and we will be back again this Friday with another podcast. Have a great day.